This is a Honky Tonk Man, the greatest intercontinental champion of all time, and you're listening to The Wrestler Review. Oh, let's fuck. Hey, everybody. It's the rest of the review. No longer are we talking about Mike Sanders and his dumb fucking idiot friends. Now we're talking about someone who's got fat tits. And it's you think Dylan. that Mike Sanders is friends with any of those guys still? Absolutely not. I think one of them probably remembers his name being Mark Zanders. <laughs> I think that Mike Sanders kept being like, you guys want to hit a club after this? And they were like, no. <laughs> and then Reno was like, sure? And Mike was like, nah, forget it then. <laughs> so, get the fuck out of here, Rick. The only, by, by the way, the only thing I could find on uh, Reno last week, the reason why the uh, promo was Reno literally going, yes, is because that's the most they let him speak. There is one scene where everyone's like, why are you helping Big Vito? And then there's another scene where uh, Big Vito goes, uh, you liked my mom's meatball sauce? And then he goes, yes. And that's it. That's all they let Reno do. It was great. Well, it was one of those things where, you know, if if you got clay, you make a clay pot. If you got a steroid Mm. idiot... You uh, make sure he doesn't speak on a live microphone. You know how much fucked it looks? Like, there's this thing where uh, some athletes have been caught using steroids and they just don't look like it. You know how much fucking suck to do steroids and then, like, you just still kind of... You just look like a bigger, still slobby man. You know what I mean? Like, no six-pack. You're just like, nope. That's not that's not in my jeans. <laughs> I still look like just a bunch of old shirts. Well, like wasn't Jeremy Lin on steroids at one point? I'm just like wh- he's taking them wrong. Like he looks look like <laughs> like I assume. By the way, this is my imaginative steroids. If you get injected once and then you wake up and then you're just a fucking ripped machine. Like when people say Hulk Hogan was on steroids, he didn't look fucking amazing for someone who's on as many. Steroids no, he wasn't as cut. He but was. there's also like. The other thing is, like, steroids are a blanket term, right? Like, there's stuff, like, the what we would think is steroids is just, like, it makes you really, really muscular. Um, like, what you say with Hogan, like, he didn't really have a six-pack. There's also the types of steroids where, like, certain people will take them and then just not really work out. So they have really, they have big, like, barrel chest frames and, like, fat guy six-packs where it's, like, he has a beer gut, but for some reason abs, too. And that's when it's just, like... All I do is uh, I wrestle and take steroids, and that's all I do. What kind of weirdo takes steroids and doesn't go to the gym? People who fucking love it. People who love the, who just fucking kill that's the great, system, bro. Oh, no, that's a great answer, Dylan. For a fucking idiot, which is what you are. You're a fucking stupid piece oh. of shit. You know who else was a piece of shit according to the ECW fan base? Francine. Francine. <laughs> Francine. Oh, what a fucking segue. And I was about to bring up Finn Lodes, which is something she still doesn't like. She tweets about it all the time. Check it out. Francine ECW. <laughs> Francine, who now just looks like, um, she looks like she who she is. She just looks like a nice mom. Um, but back in the day, yeah, her kids get to. A nice person yep. who's like, uh, Brandon, you got swimming lessons after school. Are the trunks in your knapsack? I know you're saying that they are, <laughs> but last week they were not in there. I'm not driving all the way to the rec center to give them to you, Brandon. Brandon. Do I need to show you mommy's no-no tape? 
And then she just shows random <laughs> videos of his own mum being pile driven by various members of the ECW roster. Mm-hmm. Oh, that man that man's new jack, and if you don't eat your vegetables, I'm letting him come in the house. <laughs> it just I watched um I watched Francine turn on the pit bulls and then the pit bulls immediately destroy her and it was like man who i am no longer surprised donald trump is in the white house <laughs> like when it's like a woman betrayed a man she must immediately be taught she's a whore yeah what's what i'm more surprised out is a how long it took donald trump to be in the white house and b that the supporters have not become more vocal and extreme in the things that they now want now that we got Donald <laughs> in the White House, here's my question. Why are crippled people still allowed to be alive? They should be our food. <laughs> uh, <laughs> There's not enough food in the world, so that's fast, why we... A fascinating yep. one also in that she's sort of the last of her sort of... She's the last of that evil vixen valet character. Like they Really? really they don't... Like, who has that... Like, doesn't wrestle... Is basically like the the wrestling equivalent of like her pussy turns them bad. <laughs> that is exactly well. That's the funny thing about Francie, because you she comes about in like '95, and she's the first wave Come, of spelled C U M. I'm eating pussy right she's now, Dylan. A- I'm eating God's no, pussy. Not. I am. No, you're not. Oh. Very uncomfortable. You know how Sunny was kind of like, uh, well, she's a bit of a trollop. That's how they yeah. present her. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this was uh, this is pretty much how Francine was the first one. I was like, no, this chick sucks dick, and that is bad. She is an evil, horny woman, and no one should trust a woman that wants sex. <laughs> if a woman wants sex, she's a whore, and she should be burnt. Dylan, did you re- did you come across with the like the other names they ma- they were gonna give? Francine and ECW? No, I did not. Please, L- please. Let me read for you. Uh, Tell me, uh, yes. L- leave it in. That's number one. <laughs> uh, That's not true. Where's this list? Because she deserves it. That's number two. <laughs> uh, number three, Bonnie. Just Bonnie. <laughs> uh, and number four, fill it. Queer. Yeah. Yeah. Brim me with your loads. Yeah. Uh you don't e- you don't need to ask about the butt. It's assumed we're doing that. That's that was another <laughs> rejected name. Uh so Francine was trained as a wrestler in nineteen ninety three, which was truly shocking for me. I assumed that Francine like literally just Paul Heyman was sweaty in a sandwich shop and was like, I need someone. Um and Francine was working <laughs> well, behind, behind the counter yeah. and he was like, uh Shane. Go stand next to that woman. Oh, she looks like a whore. All right, get in the car. <laughs> the best thing about uh, Francie is that she trained, apparently, like, she trains in 93. That's what is out about her. And she starts wrestling really in 95. Uh, and she's very open about this. She doesn't did not like wrestling. She didn't like it. I don't know why she trained to be. She just t- trained to take bumps so she could be a manager. But she starts in 95, and this is a direct quote from the woman. She said uh, she didn't really uh, like. She did not really like. Because she, she, she was the fan in the crowd gimmick, and she said she really didn't like that because it was hard. That was the hardest part of be, being a wrestler because the Philly fans were fucking awful back then. And it was Absolutely. Like, yeah. First of all, first of all, 
that was the most see-through ECW gimmick ever. Oh, a bunch <laughs> of dudes with back knee and black t-shirts and a woman's in the crowd. Yep, she'll be going in the ring. Absolutely. There's no, yeah. like, I love ECW. I love this era of ECW. This is like, this is literally the like attitude era, like Preta, like the Iggy Pop, uh, Iggy and the Stooges portion of ECW where it's like this is where all the influence comes from you can see basically every angle the Fed is still kind of doing you can see variations of it yeah. still here all of that sort of stuff is it like 94 to 96 97 of ECW and then it's just the fucking worst except for New Jack New Jack post this era gets so great because it's literally just put on that fucking natural born killer song and he's going to hit people with guitars and try and murder yeah. a man named Angel. Yes, please. Uh, so I borrowed $7 million from a bank. I have no, I don't know what to do anymore with my life. New Jack, get out there. Here's a real gun. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a real gun. <laughs> go, just go. It's street justice now. Yeah. Hey, New Jack, can you stop uh, telling Gary, uh, one of the pit bulls, that you have his wife's credit card number because that's creeping all of us out. Can you instead go into the <laughs> ring and hit someone with this violin that I, for some reason, have? All right, thank you. Uh, Francine uh, debuts with Stevie Richards and later becomes his manager and on-screen girlfriend. This is something ECW loved doing, which is a Saved by the Bell-esque fucking melodrama where fucking yeah. Raven and everyone had a fucking girlfriend. Like the thing, the Raven Tommy Dreamer feud was amazing because Tommy Dreamer could never fucking pin this guy. But the basis of it was Tommy Dreamer and Raven went to summer camp together, and Raven wasn't cool, and Tommy was. Uh oh, like fuck you. <laughs> well, at least well, have that's them the problem. Re- at least have them be in wrestling school. They were playing by the lake, and Tommy called Beulah McGillicuddy a real tub of lard, and she's back for vengey on essay. But then he got to fuck her. Oh, a bunch of... He still does. He fucks her in real life. She gave her twins. <laughs> you mean they're married? <laughs> no, no, no. They fuck. They fuck. Sometimes. Tommy he Dreamer, fucking fucks I'm going to say this. Tommy Dreamer, of any wrestler, you look up any sort of information on that guy's personal life, that guy, he comes. Like, he... Apparently... Like, you watch any shoot interview about ECW, and this is the three things you learn. Paul Heyman is a liar. Paul Heyman will not pay you. Tommy Dreamer will fuck a woman. Yeah, I didn't know this. We're skipping ahead a ton, but I didn't know that Paul Heyman wasn't even at the last ECW show. Yeah. He wasn't even there. He was just like, they just, like, he sent, they sent a message to Tommy Dreamer being like, it's done, baby. Go spread some loads. Yeah. It's one of those things where he basically got burnt out and left and was already negotiating to go to the Fed. It's basically been said, but the ECW was the original OVW. It's it was done in a weird disguising way. I don't really know why they did it this way, but it it was they were the Fed was giving them a lot of money. Paul yeah. claims it was between five hundred and a thousand dollars a week because of two cold Scorpios music. Uh, Bruce Pritchard and various other people, including Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler, have implied it was a lot more money. Some of whom, by the way, were not pleased about it. Jerry Lawler in particular. And part of the reason why, which Jerry Lawler will never admit, is ECW was just doing what he did in Memphis. No, he talk he talks about that. Jerry Lawler Slightly talks about that intensely. very openly. Well, he was just talking about he was just way better branded Memphis wrestling. And uh the other thing about it was of course Jerry Lawler's mad because Lawler had the exact same deal Paul E did. It's just Paul E had a better 
cut, essentially. Like Yeah, and also Paulie made a better product with it and wasn't the fucking shitty USWA where it's Undertaker no, versus Paulie just Brian Christopher. Paulie, yeah, exactly. Paul Heyman didn't wrestle, so he wasn't the champion. Like have you ever looked up I had this old PW I had this old PWI like history of every championship. Oh, was it, it was any of the photographs by George Napolitano? What the fuck does that mean? He's a very famous wrestling photographer who made a lot of photos for uh, uh, PWI. And the fact that I know that and also am not a virgin astounds even me. John's a virgin still. My high mint grew back because I paid someone. <laughs> you dick high mint? Yeah, man. I come I, inside. It doesn't get out of the pee hole because I'm still a virgin. I want my loads to back up, and so I, I, I get a plump dick. I get a dick like a fattened <laughs> goose. <laughs> I heard be, about that guy. Who, I want to uh, be able to yell, shut up your fat at my own dick. Shut up your fat. <laughs> you There's penis. There's a guy who, who punned a bunch of cellulite in his own dick? Like the same... The uh, the thing that they make uh, lady lady titty fat um, put a bunch of cellulite in his own dick, but he it just like ruined it. He can't get an erection anymore, and they're like, "Have you? Ru- oh man, you've ruined your whole life." And he's like, "No, look how large my cock is. This is sick." <laughs> like he just doesn't think it's bad at all. Well, Great man. Liber- he's like, "No, look how big my dick is." Liberace had a bunch of penis enlargement surgeries for, um, and the problem was, is as he got older, it just made his dick really lumpy. And uh, that guy Scott, who was his <laughs> lover, was like, "Oh, well, well it wasn't." Uh, he had the he has the weirdest voice. He like literally talks like his tongue's too fat. He's like, "Oh, well, let me tell you, uh, Lee, it was a uh, it was big, and he didn't like the lumpiness, but it was very pleasing." And you're like, "Oh, <laughs> ooh, that's exciting." Oh, Liberace. Yeah, Liberace think, filled him up. Liberace did Ooh. what uh, everyone thought was happening to Francine from Shane Douglas, but it was not. It was Tommy Dreamer. Tommy Dreamer was fucking her. Everyone talks about Tommy Dreamer. It was basically like, don't let a woman near Tommy Dreamer because Tommy Dreamer's going to finger her. Uh-oh. That just happened. <laughs> and it's so weird to think of Francine and to look back and watch her with Stevie Richards, who Stevie Richards' whole gimmick was like, he's probably gay. It's yeah. just like... He's a very good wrestler. It's the exact type of thing where we talked about with, uh, I think, I actually, I think Stevie Richards is probably a better wrestler than Sean Stasiak. But 100% like, pure wrestler, wrestler, obviously and also he's a better, a better human being. No. Yeah. Oh, is this because Stasiak was the only natural born thriller to not have a reaction to us? The only living natural born thriller? Him and Reno were holdouts. 100%. Jindrak was like, hey, you guys are good. And uh, Mike Sanders is like, is this a personal attack? Did you plan the death of my dog? (laughs) (laughs) I've never been more happy about anything in my entire life. I don't think any... And it was... The fact that that happened is so... Like, that's the first time someone's probably tweeted at him that's not just like whatever comedy club he's working at in years, and he just fucking automatically... You know what it might be, though? He might just automatically block anything to do with wrestling because people just troll him. I could see that totally happening, like... Even well, when you were in TNA, you're a fucking <laughs> fucking piece of shit, buddy. I don't, <laughs> I don't actually see that being true because the actual wrestler, who's a wrestler in Mexico, but is American in Trump's America, he took the time to at least listen to it and has way more Twitter followers and way more famous than fucking Mike Sanders. I guarantee Mike Sanders was like, I bet you they're making fun of me and don't understand my art. All right, back to eating some cold, some cold sandwiches down here by the furnace in this Ramada in Florida. I don't like them. Maybe it's warm sandwiches and there's a fur and there's no furnace. He's in the South, John. Maybe a cold sandwich would actually be quite refreshing. 
Oh, is that what you think? You're Dylan? a you... fucking loser. Do you like cold sandwiches? Yeah, from time to time, an ice cold sandwich really perks up my day. Me too. Okay, it's a, you know what? It's a it's a bridge I can walk across, and I'll meet Meg Sanders right in the middle. I'll tell you who I I won't <laughs> even cross a bridge to meet. I'll swim across a river though. I'll I'll dip my toes in a creek. It's Stevie Richards. I fucking love him. I think he's a great wrestler. I think he's one of the the fact that he does not have a bigger career truly saddens me because he's so adaptable such a great wrestler we didn't you know i think it is he he looks too much like he looks too much he looks too happy mm-hmm. and i think he really hit his stride with that right to censor thing Absolutely. but Why they just kind of didn't i yeah. hate that they got because it was so good it was so perfect for that era and it was a versatile heel gimmick it's one of those things where it's like you're annoyed by it, but it never really goes away. In a similar vein, by the way, to the triple threat, which was so Stevie Richards debuts with Francine being his on-screen girlfriend, and um, Beulah, who is Raven's other way girlfriend. around. Francine, Francine is Stevie Richards' girlfriend. Uh, Beulah McGillicuddy is Raven's girlfriend, and they like basically they're like. I don't like that you're around. I'm the only one here that's allowed to smell yeah. like tuna. And then they would just fight in the ring <laughs> while while Ooh. Joey Styles. Let's would fucking pull our hair and rub our pussies together. <laughs> scissor, 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 scissor. ECW, ECW, scissor. I fucking scissor. hate. I fucking hate whore. Like it's just like <laughs> oh, the, God, it's... I would love to know the amount of abuse that like Francine endured while she was being the like happy fan in the crowd like when woman did that in the like the happy fan in the crowd with rick steiner and was so sweet and everyone was like oh that's nice the simple man and this and the happy lady are gonna make a smooch and then this time it was like probably the same thing where it's like uh, oh look at the stevie and then uh oh this lady likes stevie I'm going to take a clump of her hair, jerk off into it, and mail her mom it and say, (laughs) I fucked your daughter's hair. Your daughter, now I'm your son. I'm I'm going back in. Francine, in that evening, probably got called cunt so many times she thought it was her actual name. Yeah, man. It's just just fucking awful. She quickly... There is absolutely no way that that woman ever went to work at ECW without the thought in her head. I wonder what part of my body they'll point at and yell gross at tonight. So Francine, she eventually started uh, managing the Pitbulls. Um, and she actually admits that she didn't like, she has this like dominatrix gimmick, which I always thought was pretty like, I mean, there's obviously it's ECW. There's a reason why the goddamn pretty lady in le- is in leather. But I think I like that idea of a, so you can see. Her TTs and her VV, John. Mmm, mm, like that. Tasty, tasty, tastes like num nums. I gotta say, so, I, the, I don't like the yeah. Pitbulls simply because they were called Pitbull 1 and Pitbull 2. And that just always bugs the shit out of me. It's just like, no, just call yourself like, my name's Bill Pitbull. This is my buddy Gary. Like, fuck yourselves. <laughs> yeah, well, it's kind of, they're trying to do the same thing as, as Doom, like the exact same thing, essentially, with the fucking. Right with Francine, yeah, not and the, the Pitbulls. exact same thing. They luckily for us, ECW did glance over the intense racial overtones of the Doom gimmick, of basically, yeah. oh, she's evil now. That's why she's hanging out with these black guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's evil, so she's fucking a black guy. I will tell you, there's nothing will ruin your love of professional wrestling more than starting a research-based podcast because it's like yes. 
It would be like if the Nazis won and you have to look into what's up with this giant pile of shoes that we got from 1939 to 1945. <laughs> and it's just nothing but bleakness off. after bleakness. Like, oh, God, you're telling me. Oh, no. Why was he bad? Uh, why was he a heel? Well, I mean, his character is that he wants universal health care. Yeah. So <laughs> that's bad. Oh, this that's man a bad a bit, thing. This man at one time believed women were equal to men. Boo him. Boo him. <laughs> Just once. He's, yeah. he's been corrected, but he must <laughs> be punished for the duration been, of his life. He's been corrected. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, I do want to say this, though. I agree. I think the Pitbulls the pit were the only ECW gimmick that I saw um, when I was like 15, 16 that I saw and I was like, well, those guys aren't cool. Why did they get to win any matches? You know what I mean? Well, the whole point was, it's again, it was also Paul had, he could only work with what he had. And the thing with his yeah. tag teams especially is ECW created a lot of fucking amazing tag teams and they got taken away right away. Like his first big draw was the public enemy. And they yeah. fucking bounced between WCW and WWF like goddamn fucking JBL inspired insults. That was, that was, was possibly the worst riff we've ever done on the show. Yeah, if that if that riff was music, it would be this this noise. That's like when they used to say fish. Uh, well, they was stopped riffing while they 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 stopped. Apparently, they had one jam session, and the guy just w- left and was like, "I'm done. <laughs> I don't have it anymore." <laughs> that was so good. But he, she, uh, Francie turned on uh, the pit bulls, obviously, and went Stop with Shane reading. Douglas. Go from memory. I'm not. Uh, I'm not ray raiding. You fucking piece of shit. You're a piece so of shit. So she goes to the you shit. You're she goes shit right now. to the. Can you please be quiet? <laughs> please show some class. All right. No, we're talking about Francine from ECW. The last thing we need right now is class. It would be very confusing if we were. Me- of course, wearing- it's Francine from ECW. Name other. Name one other Francine. Francine. Name one other Francine. My grandmother's friend Francine, who lived down the the block. She's not famous. Yeah, she is. No, she's not. She worked on Under the Umbrella Tree. Really? No. What's that's that? Not, tr- not true at all. It was a kids show that was on in Canada. I only watch men shows. <laughs> Even when you were a kid, you watched kids shows. Yeah, <laughs> what was it? What was a man show you watched when you were a kid? Well, check this out. My uh, I was supposed to go to Bambi, and then my dad heard I was going to Bambi, and he was like, oh, "That's bullshit." And I went to Who Framed Roger Rabbit instead because there was a chick in it. <laughs> so that's why I'm bringing to the table. You probably watch Bambi still. Yeah, I've never seen Bambi. It's you want to know why? Because it's about chi- it's chick stuff. Yeah. Someone dies and they cry. Uh, if someone died in the movie I watched as a kid, everyone would high five and be like, "Good." Yeah, that's because you were raised Check. by sociopaths in Stouffville. Just a bunch of people. No, still I was using raised by outhouse. cool dudes. No, yeah, they use outhouses to fucking reverse cowgirl in. <laughs> Why would you reverse cowgirl in a fucking outhouse? So they don't have to look you in the eyes while you're getting you're getting dicked on the shitter, buddy. What are you, fucking idiot? You're a fucking loser. Are they shitting at the same time that they're getting... <laughs> yeah, you have to... Yeah, you get shit. You gotta shit at the same time. Otherwise, it doesn't work. <laughs> you just gotta keep shitting. <laughs> Dick. Dick till you shit. I'm... I will pay... I will... I'm, I'm willing to bet good money. Like a good amount of... Good like money. Three, mid three figures... 
that okay. at least four people from your hometown have dicked a girl while they're on the shitter. <laughs> the place I'm from is like, it's not even fun because it's not even like the backwoods, you know? It's just like a pretty middle to upper middle class town where like we were the poor family because we didn't have a pool or a flat screen. <laughs> so yeah. Like, the problem with where you so yeah, grew up but is people got dicked on yeah. many a shitter. You're basically just inconveniently far away from a city, and that's just bad because you're a bad person. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I'm a great guy. I'm a great okay. guy. Just so like Shane Douglas, Douglas is when he took Francis, he cuckolded Francine. He cuckolded the Pitbulls, and they he do this great turn the... where. Uh, oh boy, do they! Well, it's great in a way. It also does involve the fact that one of them, one of the Pitbulls, gets a broken neck, and Shane Douglas, when he comes to the ring with a halo does grab him and shake him which he he Shane Douglas claims that he got permission to do and no one else involved involved really b- believes that he had permission to do that no like it was very bad that he did that and it's one of the few times when you watch an ECW match and the entire crowd is like oh good lord absolutely not no yeah cuz that's what that that was like the they they all they talk about that with reverence about how like all oh, that was that old school heat and I was like, yeah, well, you literally took a man's life in your hands. Oh yeah, Was that, that the real story, though? Did he legit have that he was in the halo and then... Yeah, so Shane Douglas claims that he got permission for it. And if you watch the Barbed Wire City and Forever Hardcore that has the pimples in it talking about it, they are like, mm-mm, no, 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 no. Wow. Yeah, it's Fuck, very, man. very dangerous. Like, it was, it was one of those things where I don't even know if it was smart for that guy to have bent over to get through the ropes. But Francine is added to Shane Douglas, and it is an amazing combination of... It completes that character so much. She's referred to as the head cheerleader. Shane Douglas, the, this, the franchise era... Which means she's Douglas, sucking on dicks. She is fucking... Ha ha ha. I, I don't got any fucking batons, but I do got boobies. Yeah. Oh, mm. fuck. I know what you're wondering. What's that smell? It's cum. Oh no! <laughs> that is a. It is a good. It's a. You know what it is? It's like uh, Shane. Because so Shane Douglas is playing Ric Flair. That's what he's doing. Like even in the match where Francine turns on the pit bulls. So Francine turns on the pit bulls, and um, then the pit bulls. Oh, then take, just more power bomb take more her pauses. Take more pauses. Take more pauses. I am words. a thoughtful guy. And true. I will pause as much as I need to. So they put her through the table, so it's completely an ineffective turn. But uh, and then he, they just do a bunch of false finishes over and over and over again, um, obviously. And it's a forty-minute match between two people that aren't that good at wrestling. Like God bless Shane Douglas, he's good at at the talking, but he's not really that good a wrestler, and he never no, really was. No, no, Paul no, just no. put him in an hour-long matches just to say he was in there for an hour. It's just like a, it's like when Randy Orton and John, Randy Orton and John Cena had a, like an Iron Man match at a pay per view that everyone was like, yeah, that was the most boring Iron Man match. It was the most boring hour long match in the history of wrestling. It's yeah. just like, yeah, it's. And the WrestleMania really 12 it. match is not that. Ex- it's not a riveting piece of fucking Matt Technician art. It's very late yeah. night, and I'm. I'm really petering out towards the end of these sentences. <laughs> they start no, fucking I understand, though. banging. Yeah, but it's also one of those things where, but that was the genius of ECW, which was you just put Shane, if you put Shane Douglas talking, a clip of that, and then the clip of the end of his matches, he looks like a fucking million bucks. And yeah, because he's sweaty. Perfect. 
Yeah. He's sweaty. He's sweating, he's and then he's like eight. He's shouting in this fucking yeah. gravelly voice. Sorry to interrupt. No worries. And then it's always the same thing that uh, it's, it's the same reason that like it's gonna sound like a weird comparison, but the same reason why Chris Jericho didn't really get over as Universal Champion is the same reason that why uh, like Shane Douglas was over in the ECW arena is because. What Douglas would do is hit like uh, Francine turns on the pit bulls and low blow everyone low blows uh, pit bull number two that doesn't work in pinning him. Uh, Shane Douglas hits him with a TV title that doesn't work. Uh, he you know does all these other weapon shots that doesn't work. Belly to belly suplex the match is over because you know like he hit him with his finisher. Whereas mm. with Jericho, what they would do is completely neuter the character by like, uh, oh yeah, his finisher, the rock easily broke it, but Vince McMahon came in and hit him with the chair and pulled him over on top of him too. You know? Like Jericho didn't even like, oh shit, thanks, and then pin him himself. He was knocked out unconscious. Now, so The one thing um, I just want to yeah, add to you, though, great, the entire great thing team. you said, uh, you, the, you were looking for undisputed champion and not universal champion. I only bring that up because oh my wrestling God. fans are dicks and we will get tweets like, Hey Dylan, here's a photo of your actual family. I'm making them reverse cowgirl me while we're while I'm on the shitter. There is no way they could reverse cowgirl my whole family. <laughs> That's fucking stupid. Not at the same time, but one at a time. You're a fucking idiot. Oh, am I? Okay, I we're gonna I'm, take. I guess I'm the only one who's realistic about the fucking world, as opposed to you. Shut the fuck up. If I were an ECW Shut faction, the fuck up. I would be triple we're take threat. You would be a break. Dances with Dudleys and that other Dudley Boys character that was offensive. Okay, well, here's the thing. That's, they weren't part of the triple threat you did dipshit. No, no. I'm in, the, I'm in the triple threat. Your dances with Dudleys. That's what. That's the deal. I'm cool, and I get lots of sex, and you eventually cons- are consumed by a pill problem. You have no sex. I have tons of sex, all right? Not true. We're going to be true. back Thin right deck. after this. Thin loads. That's you. Super cool break that you hear Ooh. every goddamn fucking week. I'll tell you what's not broken. Francine's tits. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's fucking disgusting. Yeah, I know. Why, right. why would you say that? Why would you say that? Ooh, what a break we're having. That was such a good episode of the Wrestler Review again. Ladies and gentlemen, please rate and subscribe to the Wrestler Review. Of course, you also want to review it. Please review our podcast for the love of fucking Christ. And also, guys, give us some money. Not with a Patreon. Nope. Or some sort of naughty Amazon link. We don't want you to give us money for a goddamn nothing, right? Here's what we want you guys to do. We both have comedy albums. Please buy those comedy albums on our websites, thejohnhastings.com. That is John's website. And dylanagot.com. The A is for awesome. I'm an awesome guy. DylanAgot.com, thejohnhastings.com. Please buy our comedy albums. We love you. Please make love to us in our beds while we're naked. The A is for Atherton. Oh, my God. We're back. Oh. I'm putting that. That's that's the thing they hear. Is What's up, broken Francine's it's, fucking tits. tits. Hey, man. Now, John... You, you, you just got to lean into being a wrestling fan. You know what I mean? <laughs> John, do you like, I, I mean, I personally love the triple threat. I love, I think it's a better, I think it might be a better name than the Four Horsemen. It's absolutely a better name than the Four Horsemen. It's also, I agree with what you said before where Shane Douglas, he's, I wouldn't say he's doing Ric Flair. He's doing sort of an evolution on the Ric Flair character that is incredibly, mm-hmm. incredibly 90s. And that in the 90s, it's like, in the 90s, what's cool is bandanas and telling people you don't give a fuck while showing up for yeah. work and telling your boss to suck your dick. 
while still making <laughs> your sales goals. Who's that guy wearing a red baseball cap? It's you. Even though the Yankees' colors aren't red, you're a rule breaker. How about you have yourself a <laughs> recreational beverage and then drive home at a safe speed? Like, that, it was very much a 90s update to it. The Triple Threat was a great fucking version of that sort of ideal of three fucking badass heels. The perfect combination of it, too, especially when it was Candido, Bigelow, and Douglas. Douglas, yeah. A few of the other ones where it was like Brian Lee or then having Ravishing Rick Rude, that sort of stuff, didn't work in the same way. It was with those three with two fucking hot babes where they would be like that. Yeah, that trollop, that trollop Tammy. And then that fucking slut Francine is basically how they <laughs> pretend it. Yeah. She'll rub it above the pants, but Francine just chugs on whatever. Yeah. That was always the implication. Yeah. And the other thing about, like, yeah, the two women. Tammy's had sex in a car. Francine's fucked a car. <laughs> she got confused. Yeah. And that tailpipe was too flesh-colored. Gagoosh. Gagoosh, gagoosh, gagoosh. I sit on the stick right shift and change the gears with my clit. <laughs> but that's what they were. Everyone in that was equal because uh, obviously Shane Douglas was usually in the main event feud in the mm-hmm. world championship feud. Uh, Candido uh, and Sonny was probably the biggest star of the fucking triple threat. Uh, Candido and Sonny. And, uh, and Bam Bam Bigelow didn't need shit. He was like, and clearly was also just such a like step up from every other ECW wrestler. Yeah. Like this guy's main event style and main event size in the big two. And we got him, you know? Also, is anyone else more fucking Philadelphia than a guy who's got a fucking head tattoo? <laughs> just got a fucking ton of head tattoos. The crazy fat, story about that was... I'm an athlete. Yeah. I want a sandwich. Who wants to fuck? That's what Bam Bam Bigelow <laughs> was saying with his eyes. By the way, first I don't want to do cartwheels anymore. I just want to fuck. First wrestler Paul Heyman ever promoted. Held a uh, wrestling yeah. event in Studio 54, uh, which featured his debut match and also a guest appearance by the Nature Boy Ric Flair. Of course there was a fucking guest appearance from right because fucking Heyman just kept on talking and Flair was like, yeah, well, there's going to be blow there. There's going to be all the blow. There's going to be <laughs> the blow. If I Rick make Flair. Let me tell you, there will be a lot of anything you would care for. Because my name <laughs> is Paul Heyman, something that I've been saying for four years that John Hastings has been annoyed about after fucking week three because I haven't updated who I am in my character. I just do this weird fish face thing now and go, <laughs> Brock. Lesnar. It's actually Barack Lesnar, and also, you're you're very bad at that impression, buddy. You're no, very, very bad. No, I'm very good at it. Let's hear your Paul Heyman impression. Oh, hi, everybody. I'm a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> fucking loser. I'm balding. Oh, I got a ponytail. Oh, please fuck my wife. <laughs> also, on Twitter, I, for no reason, just... Tweet out bikini babes. <laughs> I'm a 60 year old man he, he who also, looks like a thumb with a hat on. <laughs> Why? He also occasionally Why just post news babes? items, like he'll post news items, but like from something very pivotal. But he'll do it from his website, so it's like he wrote it, but it's like from the Guardian via HeymanHustle.com. It's like what the fuck is this? <laughs> uh, well, we got on a roundabout play uh, on that one, but Francine. Who has a very good – this is the kind of weird thing is that so much stuff happens in ECW 
um, that it's now 1998, 97, 98 is when Bigelow comes in. And Francine already feels like a legacy character almost because everyone everyone goes in and out of the promotion so much, but she's stagnant. So it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, if you ever, it's going to sound bizarre, but when I used to watch Canadian football when I was a kid, there was this kind of weird thing where it's like you have to leave and come back. Otherwise, you just end up playing for all eight teams and no one cares about yeah. what happens to you anymore. Unless you're Mike Pinball Clemens or whatever the fuck his name yeah. is, no one gives <laughs> that a That is shit. exactly his name. Yeah, that guy still, I think, is the head coach of the Toronto Argonauts, is he not? I have no idea. I, I th- he might be the mayor of Toronto one year because he just he just smiles and he's a, he's a good man. Yeah, he smiles. One time I met him in a hotel lobby and he said, you know what you were going to do? You're going to have the best day you possibly can. I'm oh, like, I am you pinball. You fucking tell him, Mike <laughs> <Pinball> Clemens. <laughs> you, you tell me what's happening. I just remember he was like that, a, though. It just gets, he was on yeah. a poster promoting li- literacy in my elementary school. Of course. He wouldn't promote anything else. Yeah. They were like, "Here, do you want do you want to be uh, do you want to be the Nike instead of the Nike swoosh? It's your face." And he's like, "No, I, yeah. me and literacy got a fight at 5 p.m. All right, yeah, yeah, me and illiteracy are gonna fucking meet on the gridiron. I'm gonna wear a condom because <laughs> I'm gonna fuck literacy hard. Illiteracy. It sounds like he's fucking reading. Uh, ben Bigelow. <laughs> uh, what happened was by 1997, Ben Bigelow comes in. The triple threat then breaks up." Which, or they don't really break yep. up. It's Bam Bam Bigelow challenges Douglas for his world heavyweight title. No, but I think Bigelow was in by 96. No, was, he was in 97. No. Because Bigelow. All right, that's an, easy, that's he, an easy quick look up. I'm, I'm going to do that right, right now. Because he, lo- uh, he, uh, he, he basically leaves after he loses to LT at WrestleMania 11. He gets paid a fat wad of money. And that, mm-hmm. oh, you're right, 1997. Uh, no. He made appearances in 1996, feuding with uh, Taz and signing with Todd Gordon. Um, then he uh, quickly he left briefly to go do mixed martial arts in Japan against a, ni- a guy named Kimbo Leopoldo. Oh, Kimo. Kimo Leopoldo. If you guys, uh, we will do a Bam Bam Bigelow uh, episode, but if you guys want to be very sad, uh, watch Kimo Leopoldo versus Bam Bam Bigelow. It's just like... He just watched this man beat up a guy, you know. It's really, and it's just like bare knuckle oh in a, like an actual steel cage match too. Yeah, it's one of like the first, not one of the first MMA fights, but it's definitely like, oh, looks like Bam Bam needed some money because he wanted to go drinking and he had to take a couple lumps on the old noggin. But it's really, yeah, it's really brutal shit. Uh, it's over in like a minute. Uh, <laughs> he, he gets mounted within 10 seconds for a real naked choke. Received yeah. supposedly $100,000, although others claimed it was seventy five grand. Uh, Bigelow would later claim that it was an entire work, and he received minimal damage for a nice paycheck. He there is no fucking way that was a, like if you watch that match. Absolutely. Once again, not. I don't want to spoil a, a Bam Bam Bigelow, but there is no way in fucking hell anyone would take that type of punishment for any att- amount of money. I and must it's like not even that the head it, tattoo. <laughs> no, but I just mean like. Just if your character is that you're a huge badass with head tattoos, and uh, no one, can, and you know you're constantly like, kind of cycling through the companies, 
um, re-establishing yourself as a monster heel. There's no way you would be legit. Look, what happens is he he gets thrown over, so it looks like he's a bitch uh, for being like not to me, like to people who know what's happening, they know what's, that's not happening. But to the average person that watches that, it's just like, oh, this other guy beat up like uh, threw him down because he's stronger, and then sat on top of him and punched him in the head, while the other guy just begged for mercy that never came for a minute. Like it makes him look like. It made him look horrible, you know. Um, and but that's the thing is that he he varied up his portfolio, whereas in a very different way. It sounds bizarre, but uh, Francine is just still with Shane Douglas, still kind of doing the same thing until about ninety nine when she breaks off with Douglas. Um, and they Douglas has been around so long they kind of have to make him a baby face, so they make him. A baby face, and Francine. Well, that's just also doing because like, he, they also know he's building towards. He's Douglas is building towards leaving. That's the other reason. Yeah, why everyone. But everyone, not Tommy Dreamer, not Francine. They fucking go down with that bullshit ship. And it's it's why don't the, doesn't the WWF? Because Francine has this thing that I don't that none of the valets really in the WWF had is that like she just she just had this thing that was like this. She just seemed like way more up for it than. <laughs> a lot of them. Not I, I shouldn't say up for I, it, I, I totally but just like what, season. Totally it was like mean, it yeah. was. Yeah. She looks like she you know what. She's walking into the ring, and you're looking at her and going, "She has, and she will again." <laughs> she just looks like a lady who made all her mis- all her mistakes in her teens, and then she's in her twenties, and yeah, people are early trying to pull teens, shit on them. Like, too. I, by the way, I know what you're about to do, and just go fuck yourself. Like, yeah, because she has just a been story so. That- Begins with Farmer's Field and ends with, and that's why I don't like the smell of bleach anymore. <laughs> oh, Jesus fucking Christ. But how do you keep up that? Like, how do you have the mental fortitude to spend, how, what is, uh, I guess it would be, uh, yeah, six years. It's only six years, but she spends six years in ECW. They do update her, which is putting her with Tommy Dreamer, then they create this sort of thing where it's like, it's Mr. and Mrs. Extreme Wrestling. You know what I mean? Which yes. is a nice sort of way to do it of like, they're there to defend it for uh, um, for the rest of you characters. Yeah. And it's a nice sort of evolution yeah. of that. The problem with this also is that I, I actually do wish she'd like gone to WCW. I'm sure she probably was offered to go at some point. Just because I would like for her to have made a bit more money. Um because at this point, she, but I'm she's sure the one like bounce she, checks. Yeah, but she's the one but person the you can she, honestly say like, uh, although she does, and like mind you, like she has injuries from wrestling. Like uh, Bigelow oh my broke God, her pelvis. Baby Bigelow broke her fucking pelvis. Yeah, exactly. She has injuries from wrestling, and like she's obviously taken a bunch of bumps because part of ECW is like, oh, the woman's dressed too sexy. Now she gets hit by the man who's f- fucking angry. <laughs> It's just like if they were all wearing fedoras, it would be every men's rights activist dream. That's what ECW yeah, was. A- was the dip in the toe. E- like C- we've w- said it before, but watch one Francine match. Watch five minutes of it, oh. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, this is how the alt right started. <laughs> like <laughs> there's a uh, compilation that's basically like the feud between Francine and Beulah. How to begin? Yeah. How did it end? And every time they lock up. Like you can, it's basically an entire room of people just being like, horse, horse, horse. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just Joey see these Styles people just have the guttural, guttural reactions, like, yeah, most guttural, like, like, like Joey Styles, any man should be in favor of the welfare state because he 
worked for a company that profited off of it based on their fan base. And yet he is, because he is very much an alt-right fucking neocon gentleman. Like, I like that Sarah Palin and Donald Trump is A-OK with me. <laughs> Who is? He go- Joey Styles. Joey Styles. Oh, that's not good. He's an arch Republican. It's one of the big things. Uh, Jim Cornette like went on a giant fucking rampage on one of his early podcasts uh, about how uh, that fucking really. Cannot- oh yeah, Joey Styles loves Trump. Like he, we're talking honky tonk man. Um, that red haired guy Brian that we both know from Toronto level of loving the right wing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fucked. Um, so yeah. And then basically, her tenure in ECW kind of wraps up like everyone else's does. Um, she is at the final event. She is by Tommy Dreamer's side for pretty much the rest of his career, including his win of the ECW title. Um, she's a very much an integral part of when uh, Tommy Dreamer, Tom, pardon me, Tommy Dreamer and Raven become a begrudging tag team when the Dudleys leave, which I kind of believe is the last great ECW angle, and so fucking fun. Yeah, that one's great. Yeah. I don't. I think that everyone says, "Oh, ECW really fell apart and it sucked." I only think it sucked for like the last six minutes. They kind of or six months. Sorry, they kind of did what they had to. Like, I, I mean, I was really looking. I, Rhino versus RVD was kind of yeah. built up to be a great main event. There was nothing else. There would have been nothing else on the card. But as a guy who comes into it, like, listen, there's there's one of those things where I I was one of the fans who nobody really talks about who came in with the TNN deal. So did and I. yeah, so it's like, and they're talking about like, so any Canadian real ECW fan who's like in, in his like comes in with the Attitude Era in wrestling or whatever, they everyone kind of discludes like, oh yeah, everyone was tired of the Sandman. It's like no, no one. No, no, we, no. This no, is the no. first time fucking seeing this dude. No, yeah. My my thing is is that it's. It's about the last year for me that it becomes weak sauce. It's basically when Taz left. Is after Anarchy Rules, sort of about four, three, four months into the TV program. It just because it's the same thing over and over again, and it was just you could start to see it went from the negatives became part of the positives of the show. Yes, to it being obvious, like Tony Mamaluke gets an, got named during commentary of the show where. Fucking Cyrus and Joey Styles discuss what are we gonna name this wrestler, and it's just like that's too far and yeah. uninteresting, that sort of stuff. And yeah, and I would say the main event was always good. Tommy Dreamer in a match always good. They basically could guarantee you two good matches, and then the rest of it was weak sauce, as opposed to original ones, triple threat, all that sort of stuff. Even the like the first pay-per-view it's fucking phenomenal some of the matches are really weird and bizarre but they have the lead up they're so hot and the way like as they're getting into the ring and what they're telling you about it and how joey styles presents it it is so fucking interesting and it kind of just peters out because it's one of those things where they didn't evolve and they weren't able to add the right person to make it better you know what i mean they couldn't find the right color person to put with joey styles they just put whoever was available and they couldn't have sort of two or three people vying for the title. It was Steve Carino can do it, so make Steve Carino do it. And yeah. Francine stayed with Shane Douglas for a bit too long. Move her around, have her build up as a. But big that's the heel. thing, man. She's got to go to another company. Like for Francine, it's like that character only plays in ECW, and because it's just like she has like that X factor 
that really did make her like the face of the women in ECW because she came out, she gave a stank face, and she was the only. All right, she's the only wrestling character, not character. Uh, she's the only guy or like girl in ECW who she was like she's a big slut, and everyone was like, I could see that. Yes. <laughs> like, First of all, every you other are one was like, correct if you're saying that is the. Um um she uh, just seemed like the she only woman was... that is portrayed as a slut like they were all portrayed as like this whore no no no, no whore, not portrayed they're as... all whores <laughs> i don't mean portrayed that way in the least i just mean she was the only one where she had she was like i don't know man it just sounds shitty to say but it's just like she say was it. the say she was the it. ex she was the evil. The she you know what she was. She was a very, very, very influential in wrestling because she was the first evil slut character that did it extremely well, and that legitimately Vince McMahon saw Francine and then was like that, but with twenty year olds who don't know it's wrong, and then that was the a entire arts. For every female wrestler, because Francine's honest about this shit. She like she doesn't like wrestling. She like she's like I'll wrestle the fuck out of a mixed tag, but I don't like. She's not an athlete. You look at her body. She's not an athlete. Like yeah, she's a super thin with huge with huge go- bobos. You know, <laughs> no one wants to sm- smoke on their bobos. <laughs> no one wants to slam their bobos all over the place. And she's fucking. She can't fucking do shit. She I takes agree. bumps, that's great, but she doesn't want to fucking fuck around. That's why the end of her career, and it's funny because like she's in wrestling, it's funny because she's in uh, e- ECW for six years, as we said, um, but she wrestles for another six, she wrestles in TNA, where she has a feud with Jasmine St. Clair, and yeah. Jasmine St. Clair tried to use porno as a <laughs> as a launching pad to get into pro wrestling, and everyone was like, no, and then yeah. Francine became her friend, and... There's an entire, there's like 40 minute shoot interview where all Francine does is uh, rag on Jasmine St. Clair. And it's fantastic. It's absolutely fantastic. Well, Francine, even her interviews in Barbara City and Forever Hardcore are fucking great because like everyone else is being a little diplomatic and she's like, ah, you know, well, Paul was kind of a fucking dick. And it's just like, <laughs> I like that. Well, because she probably fucking, because he probably fucking owed her like. Absolutely. Like if you're gonna if you're not gonna pay a dude who gets barbed wire in the face, what's the chances you're gonna pay the lady who like comes out there, stands there, and then men unload their weeks on you? <laughs> uh probably you could've pr- fucking helped me out with the bills, Sheila. Yeah. Why don't you fuck me, fucking Franny? Why don't you fuck me? Fuck me, please. Yeah. Fuck please. Me. Why won't anyone she does get fuck her- me? <laughs> She does get her WWE run in WWE CW, um, but like I said, as is Francine's kind of brand by this point, she's the manager of Balls Mahoney and just loses a bunch of bikini. She's a reason so for weird. Kelly Kelly to be in bikini contests. Um, Which I'm all right and, with. Like, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm not all right with that because I am all right with that. <laughs> but she's like managing Balls Mahoney, which is the ultimate, like, you've been at this party too long. It's kind of <laughs> like... It didn't happen at my small town, but it happens in other ones, certainly, where it's like, oh, the guy we used to make fun of is now uh, married to who used to be the head cheerleader, and it's not because that he turned his life around. They both just kind of met in the middle. <laughs> he got a better job than we thought he would, and she just kind of, she's not doing much right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
Absolutely. There's a very similar thing that happened in my high school. Yeah. Really? What happened? A 14-year-old boy ended up marrying the principal. Sick. That's pretty <laughs> sick, though. Were they uh, both the- boys? Yeah, of course. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a little spicy little meatball, you know what I mean? Ooh. Yum, yum, yum. Ooh. Ooh. I will it, say this. For it burns a woman going that- down and going up. <laughs> So she's, li- she's living life right now. She's a 45-year-old woman. She's got a couple kids. But I will say this. For a woman who, in every interview I listen to of her, uh, asserts that she is not promiscuous, uh, her best friends in the industry appear to have been Jasmine St. Clair and Missy Hyatt. Oh, so, no. Well, yeah. She, per- she might not be not a Nazi, but she might be, a thim- you know. She claims not to be yeah. pers- promiscuous, but she does have a fantasy website, which... I did not look what the up. What was a fantasy website? Yeah, there's some. Where did I see it? Was it here? Yeah, she and Missy Hyatt opened up a online reality fan site. That's terrible. Well, I did hear, I did hear that um, she <laughs> she was doing like private Skype sessions for money, and I was like, yeah, you're just, I mean, you, this is guys just jacking yeah. off. In front One of too many people <laughs> yelled whore at you in the ECW arena, and now you're just fulfilling that stereotype. Whore, whore. <laughs> I mean, honest to God, though, hearing it over and over again must have been like... Arousing. Great. Ooh, yeah. Must have just been like, well, I guess that's what I am. Yeah. Every time... Every time you Google Francine Missy Hyatt or you Google Jasmine St. Clair Francine, it's just them calling each other out in the press. It's absolutely fantastic. What's your horse, horse, horse? What's your favorite thing about Francine, John? Um, can't say tits. This is a real challenge. I... <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you're you're a 31 year old man and yep. you uh, you went to uh, university. Yeah, I have a university degree in theater. And I can't be like, it's them fun bags. All right, end of podcast. I would have to say um, her... <laughs> what? Her wrestling. Her fat tits. No, uh, I was going to say her look. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would say she has one of the best looks in that she was able to go from wrestler to wrestler and that she was versatility. She was very versatile. When she's with Stevie Richards, she looks a particular way, acts a certain way in terms of demeanor in the ring. With the Pitbulls, it's a different thing. And then she gets with Tom, Shane Douglas, it's different again. With Tommy Dreamer, different again. And it's it's yeah. good. It builds. It's really, really interesting. Um, and also, you know what? Not a wrestler. Wanted to be in the wrestling business and fucking leaned into it and was fucking entertaining for a long fucking time in a very specific weird job that a lot of people aren't very good at. She's in a, like... An exclusive club of being a non-wrestler who is really, really good at being outside the ring. She is as good as yeah. She's, she's kind of like a different, uh, different version of like a bodyguard character. Or like it's kind of like a bodyguard meets Miss Elizabeth, if you want to make. Yeah, it. she's like a she's a bodyguard that isn't gonna punch you. She's just gonna like drain all the blood from your brain using those fat tits. <laughs> but no, you know what I mean. Like so there's there's ways you can envision ways she would. Um, you know, affect the match or whatever. I think, yeah, I think it's honestly my favorite thing is just like uh, this could sound fucked up, but like, um, like the way you said, look, I I think you really caught on to something there because she has like one of the best faces for pro, not the best faces for pro wrestling, but she has like immediately when you see Francine, um, a negative a negative like stereotype goes to your head because she like she mm-hmm. is French Canadian, and then when I read that. When I read about her French Canadian heritage, I was like, "That's why." 
<laughs> like that's why as a kid i was like oh no attractive but i i think she's a bitch for some reason so it's like that's what it is right so yeah she, you're you know, hatred she of french of? people great point all right Thank see you next you video. she's late she's late 90s like girl bobby rude she just looks like the piece of shit like you know oh I mean? absolutely and she also by the way looked like she had the demeanor of every girl in my high school that was dating a dude who was going yeah. to ottawa u yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. My boyfriend's here to pick. year old dating twenty year old. Yeah. Oh, if you think that they were seventeen dating, I remember there was a fourteen year old girl I knew I knew who was dating a guy who was in university, and he used to like come by and pick her up. And now I think about it, and I'm like, I should have told that guy's that woman's dad. Like, should have called the police. It's so fucking creepy. Yeah, man. That's uh. Well, I'm I'm I tried a little skit about this, and it never really got off the ground, but. The entire plot of the Clueless movie is this chick just turned 16 and that's all right with me. (laughs) 16, you know? 16 was fine. Now it's illegal. Make up your mind, the law. Yeah, well... (laughs) I've all we've all read your various emails and Indiegogo <laughs> campaigns. Indiegogo, donate all this money and I'll uh, <laughs> fuck I'll a sixteen-year-old. Yeah, I'll fuck it. Give, give me the resources to have sex with a sixteen-year-old by Dylan Guy. What's the worst <laughs> thing about Francine, John? Mm, probably the. In fact, she never moved to another company, obviously. Ooh. Imagine her coming into... Why do you think into- that was... I, she couldn't really do promos. She was pretty much just a look, and... She could yeah. do very limited promos, but also it's just at a certain time in the Attitude Era, she would have been perfect. You bring her in as, exactly. like... No, exactly. As Val Venus's girlfriend, like the girl with the magic yeah. pussy that yeah. satisfies yeah. him. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, she would have been so fucking over. But that's I could see this happening. I could see her like like maybe she's working on I don't know. She said she she sorry. She seemed like she bought in hook, line, and sinker into the Paul Heyman thing. And that's my biggest uh, thing I did like most about Francine is I do think that she was one of those like what you hear about Paul Heyman cult people because I think she could have made a ton of money in one or two years with either WWF or WCW Absolutely. super fucking easily. Like super easily. Like Kimono Wanaleyu got a fucking contract. Like you don't think Francine could? Like Francine has actual like a bunch of talent. Also, where, where did know? Kimono get a contract? Uh, WCW. Of course. Mind you that when I yeah she was in uh, the varsity club and but mind you when I saw that woman for the first time with my fifteen year old eyes, mm. uh, daddy nutted immediately. Yeah no no she. Yeah. Her her name should have been Kimono Wanalea. It should have just been. Yeah. <laughs> well, the fact that Paul Heyman was like, oh, power might be out. You go strip, and she was like, no, "That's fine." <laughs> I thought that the the stripping thing was because they had to fix the rank. Oh, I don't know. I just know that literally he was like, "We need to kill time." You want to strip, and she was like, "Yeah, right." So I watched a yeah. shoot interview. Someone, uh, it wasn't that he walked in. He was like, "It was something like it's going to take us forty five minutes to fix the ring. We need to do something. Why don't one of you ladies take your clothes off?" And they were like, "That's disgusting." And she was like, "I'll do it." And like, Very good. <laughs> 
Well, she used to be a stripper, so she, I think she was just like, pay me extra, it's all done. That's the thing, Francine, she would have been, if she would have just refreshed her character by taking a year in some other company and then coming back, because that's what everyone at the time, everyone would fucking be like, you're a fucking sellout, fuck you. And you would catch a lot of heat, but then a year later, you're the best in the world because that's what, like, it's kind of that one thing where it's like, you feel like yeah she just got bullied or pressured into just staying when she shouldn't have and i think that's the worst thing about her um thank you very much for listening guys yeah Give yourselves a big round of applause take out your peewees or your veves and just oh yeah with them yay i don't know next what week we're gonna do <laughs> next week we're gonna do the francine of men greg the hammer valentine <laughs> he is the francine of men yeah we have a great uh, Greg the Hammer Valentine story to share with you, and uh, he's uh, he's one of those guys who sh- who either he still enjoys wrestling or he's doing it because he needs to pay some bills that I don't think are ever going to be fully paid, guys. Well, here's the thing with Greg the Hammer Valentine: he's someone you can really see insisted on not having music until it was absolutely necessary. <laughs> No. Oh, man. Yeah, we get to talk about all that. We get to talk about how he was always fat. We get to talk about rhythm and blues, baby. This is going to be a long episode. This is going to be a longer and more full episode than you thought. So thanks very much for listening, guys. And uh, tune in next week. Uh, there's no tuner because this isn't a radio. Bye-bye. Shut up, you're fat. Shut up, you're fat. Shut up, you're fat is what? All the ECW fans yelled at Francine and we agree, we agree, we, we, we agree as long as you're not talking about those tits oh don't talk about those tits unless you're saying they're great i want to eat them on my plate and then fuck my own shit see you next week (laughs) fuck bye bye
manager. Francine certainly. Let's face it, sweetie. I got you over here in ECW. Certainly pulled herself all of a sudden. me.